0: Welcome to episode 49 of the Magnificently Huge Podcast. We recorded it on May the 4th, so yep, it's Star Wars Day! Welcome to the Magnificently Huge Podcast with your hosts, Eric Reed, Brian Kruger, and Chris Ryerson. Three idiots who decided to slap an adverb together with an adjective to bring you one Magnificently Huge discussion each week about the movies and pop culture we kinda like, maybe even secretly love, before we ultimately crab all over them. We're not here to save the world, we're just here to make it weirder, one podcast at a time. This is Magnificently You. Welcome, one and all, to the Magnificently Huge Podcast. My name is Brian, and today my friends Chris and Eric are going to be joining me for the one-year anniversary of the Magnificently Huge Podcast. Have we been doing it every week? Well, apparently not, because this is episode 49, and it's been a year, although technically we've done 52 episodes, if you count our minisodes, and that's good enough for us. Anyway, the first episode of the MagHuge podcast was a Star Wars Day episode, and I'm the resident Star Wars geek, and I wasn't part of the Star Wars Day podcast. That's not going to work. We have to do another one, because me, because I keep in- inserting Star Wars into the podcast anyway, so uh, you're going to get more Star Wars. and if, if you want to complain about how much Star Wars I talk about in the podcast, you can hit us up on Twitter at Mag huge, MagHuge, M A G H U G E. On Facebook, we're magnificently huge. On Instagram, we're magnificently huge. You can email a complaint to magnificentlyhuge at gmail.com. Or find some way to contact us on our new website, maghuge.com. And yeah, send a message telling me to shut up about Star Wars already. But enough about me. Let's get on to the podcast. Star
1: Wars. Ah, Star
0: Wars.
2: Nothing, nothing but Star, Star Wars. Wars. Gotta be Star Wars. Oh, Don't let them end.
1: If they should yeah. bar wars, please let the Star
2: Wars stay.
1: <laughs> and hey, how about that nutty Star Wars bar? Can you believe all the creatures in there? Everybody.
2: This is obviously our Jurassic Park show. So, welcome. Rarr!
1: <laughs> Run! Run! Let's get out of uh, here. <laughs>
2: so, this he is, is a the lawyer. That's funny. I hate lawyers.
1: Uh, <laughs> No no, we're talking about another Spielberg flick today. Oh, oh wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh yeah, his, his who can his intellectual brother, who can, tell. Oh yeah. God, we're off to a roaring start, <laughs> are we not? So this is uh our show about Star Wars because it is uh Star Wars day tomorrow at the time of this recording. May
2: the 4th, May the 4th Basically it's
1: uh it's the Star Wars mantra with a lisp. Is tomorrow May the Fourth be with you?
0: I suggest do the whole shower. Those I don't think so. I don't think
1: <laughs>
0: you don't know Star Wars the way I know Star Wars.
2: <sighs> I think what's amazing though is how many podcasts we got to do a count of how many podcasts we find that are doing the same thing, but
1: we do it better and we do it different, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I would just like to point out that this is also the the year anniversary of. This podcast, for all of those yes. who may not be aware, we actually yeah. did the first show on May 4th of last year, and we did it about Star Wars, and it was awful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, before the phone cut out, see, this podcasting stuff's hard. Uh, <laughs> we need like a musical interlude, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea, like, 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 like an NPR thing. In-
0: and now we're gonna relive those magic. Well, now moments. we have it was, with another
1: awful. It was podcast. just me, and Eric. <laughs> now we've got Brian, and so there's there's an element of even more <laughs>
0: awful, fifty percent more <laughs> it awful. Just it was
2: awful because we didn't have the technical ability to make it work. Is all yeah. But I I would also like to point out because I did go back and re-listen
1: to every Star Wars centric episode we've had, which is two now. The first episode, yeah. and then we did our mini-sode about the Last Jedi, and. Mm-hmm. And then we did a show about Ron Howard, who's doing the new solo movie, and we nailed it before he ever got put into the director's chair that we said, we yeah. really think Ron Howard should do a
2: Star Wars movie. And then... I, I love all the predictions we've made that have come true. Yeah, because we're, we're geniuses. Like, and, and now Trump is recognized as the greatest president the United States has ever had. <laughs> That's two for two. <laughs> yeah, there you that go. sounds like a prediction by Nostra, dumbass.
1: So, <laughs>
0: hey. oh, boom. Uh, so, otherwise known we, as Trump, who said that he was the greatest president. <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> are we doing uh, the prequels or is there like a particular focus?
0: Yes, I think we do prequels this time, mostly because my memory is that you didn't do much with the prequels in the last one. So, at least that would be distinct.
1: We didn't really even do much with the first trilogy. Really, it was a it was a mishmash.
2: Uh, Misa not like the original ones. <laughs> 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 oh. They sucked. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, let's let's do it. Let's get them let's get them knocked okay. out. Okay. So hi, I'm Brian. I'm Chris.
2: And Misa Eric. That's a a Eric. Oh, Mr. Eric! God, no. Okay, I saw the first one when I went to visit Brian in Northern California. Was it your graduation? It was like a graduation party? Yeah, I guess so. You were there? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, so it was 1999, right? And, you know, you got to set the stage a little bit because there was a time when there wasn't Star Wars Happening Right. Like there was no Star Wars. Yes, they had kind of done the special edition things in the years leading up where they were kind of prototyping their their special effects. But it had been a, a dead franchise for what, 16 years?
1: Yeah, since since 83. Yeah.
0: And uh, suddenly they were coming back with more Star Wars. And the trailer is one of the all time great trailers, which should have been the, the first sign for a lot of folks.
2: Good trailer, bad movie. Bad trailer, good movie. Wipe them out, all of them.
1: No! I like that people went and paid tickets to see whatever movie was playing the Star Wars trailer. So, they could watch the trailer yeah. because the internet was still fairly nascent at that time. And so, you couldn't just yep. stream yep. it willy nilly. You had to physically go somewhere to watch it.
2: It was and, a good preview. I mean, it made you yeah. think that this was going to be Shakespearean
1: in, in, yeah. in, and and in it its wasn't. approach. It was. It was not. We should have learned our lesson from the actual Redux ones where he was sort of toying around with the special effects a little bit. Yeah. In retrospect, we should have learned it from Return of
0: the Jedi. Return of the Jedi has a lot of the same problems that the prequels do. Mm. Yeah,
1: um, I would agree. I would say Empire is the last good one, and that's just me, but I have a lot (laughs) of info to back that up. That's totally
2: arbitrary, if you would like me to. I would say that the, the new ones they're doing now are quantifiably better than the originals. I loved Rogue One. Um, I, I think that last one on uh, Planet Red Velvet Cake was really good. I think, I think they're doing them better now. <laughs> Yay! I think they look better, but I wouldn't
1: necessarily say the narrative is any better. I think the writing is better. I'm bored out of my mind when I watch these things. I'm going to be up front. Mm. I, am, mm-hmm. I am not precious about Star Wars in any way, shape, or form. It, it holds a place in my childhood memory. But mm-hmm. I will not defend it to yep. the death because it's just oh, a yeah. fucking movie, and I I
2: don't. When they re-released them, and we went to see Star Wars, and I um, was like, "Oh, first time I've seen it and since a ch- as a child in a, in a theater." Uh, we were we were launching the attack on the Death Star when I said, "This is boring. I mean, yeah. this is really just a <laughs> it, sleepy it, movie. It, Who gives a shit?" It really is. But yeah. it's just
1: just the fact that people defend it so rigorously, though. And it's, it's weird to me. Because it's not, I mean, they're not great. They're very simple. Uh, they're just gussied up with a lot of set dressing. Yeah.
0: And that's it for me. To me, Star Wars, the primary thing about it, it is the pinnacle of spectacle in a lot of ways. it is. is if you want big special effects, Star Wars is the gold standard. Yeah. So, yeah, we went and I dragged everybody to go see episode one. And, you know, I liked it better than a lot of people did. I'm able to enjoy Star Wars movies because I think I just don't care about quality and I'm in it for the spectacle. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If If I think about, I was thinking about this earlier today and I'm like... You know, why do I like all these big, dumb movies? And, uh, yeah, I think I just, I'm, I'm just a sucker for spectacle. Well. And I think one hmm. of the things that really hurt episode one was it came out the same year as the first Matrix. Yeah.
1: And it got and burned by the Oscars for the special effects because the Matrix was so rip-snorting groundbreaking for the time.
0: Yeah, so the Matrix beat,
2: it, beat Star Wars to the punch on Spectacle. I don't think anything would have saved that first one from not being shit. I don't care what was out. <laughs> That's
1: true. Here, <laughs> here are the two good things for me. Well, there's three good things. Uh, and the only things that I remember, because I have not sat through that thing in uh, mm-hmm. years. Uh, you've got the, the chrome ship that Amadala. is that her name? Natalie Portman? Yes, Who thank knows. you
0: Magic Trash Can. Thank you Magic Trash
1: Can. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got that really cool slick looking chrome ship uh which I thought was pretty neat. Uh you've got the pod race sequence which doesn't really mm. uh have uh, any sort of logical place in the movie. It's just there, I think. Or
2: narrative. Yeah, place. it's just it, it's just it, there it to really be there. Really there's no purpose. But as spectacle goes, I do think he really he pushed the the boundaries of unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> but, as, but as
1: spectacle goes, yes. it's, it's in there. So by your definition, Brian, you should like it. Uh,
0: yeah, and I have to admit, no, you know, the pod race is a, is a triumph of sound design. Yeah,
1: when you, and when that, you get that. And that
0: started a new tradition in, in Star Wars of the scene with no score. Like, we finally came up with a scene yeah. in Star Wars where John Williams didn't carry the load.
1: True. That's actually true. I didn't think about that. But the potteries, But I like how they do the the phase uh, sound effect, like when it's coming around a corner, and you get that. Um, <laughs> so that one's fun. Sort of, yeah, that thing. And then, uh, and then there's the, the big fight at the end with Darth Maul, uh, where Qui and Obi Wan uh, double team him. And yeah.
0: Yes, that one. And fun. that's an all
1: timer, uh, and it's too short. I could have done a whole movie with that, honestly.
0: Um, and I think a lot of people agree. And I think a lot of people are annoyed that they they kill Darth Maul. Yeah. In that as well. But the thing that got me about the ending of Episode One was, you know, George Lucas had had this whole idea, and he started to try to do it in Return of the Jedi, and went even further. You know, the original plan for Star Wars had been that the Wookiees were the primitives fighting the high-tech Empire. And then, whatever, he didn't do Wookiees, and then we made them Ewoks and Return of the Jedi, but he, was, he wanted to have the battle in the sky with the spaceships and the battle on the ground with the primitives. And in Episode 1, he takes that one step too far. Now we have the battle in the stars that has absolutely no weight or impact or... Fun to it. It's like the most boring space battle in Star Wars. Are you talking
1: about the Battle of Yavin?
0: Oh no! Now I'm talking about Episode One. So now I'm talking about <laughs> Anakin okay. Skywalker going. Oops! I accidentally did oh, killed yeah. bad guys. Oops! And the oops, the number
2: oops. the number of one-liners that they give to a kid. It's it's revolting. Now this is pod racing. Oh yeah! And he did it all accidentally. I'll
1: try spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> oh god damn
2: Do a Barrel! Me. You've got an enemy
0: on your tail a barrel roll.
2: Fucking kid. I'm glad that kid ended up on drugs and a failure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to I want to like... come back to
0: Jake Lloyd. I want to come back to Jake Lloyd. But I want to I want to finish my point about the battle. So we have that. We have the primitives on the ground with the Gungans versus the droid army, which is your big massive, you know, armies of thousands thing. Then what we do the have droids keep saying, "Yes sir,
1: yes sir." Is that what they keep Roger, repeating? Roger.
0: That's it. Roger, Roger. Oh uh, yeah, it's comedic voice acting from robot droids. Thank you, George. <laughs> yeah. um, we have the Queen Amidala is infiltrating the palace plot line.
1: Thank with, you, Magic Trash Can.
0: Yeah. And then we have the lightsaber battle. And they all follow the same arc. And so he has a scene where, like, the tide has turned and the bad guys are going to win. And then we cut to the other scene. And the tide turns, and the bad guys are going to win. And then we cut to the other scene, and the tide is turned, and the bad guys are going to win. And then we cut to a fourth goddamn scene where the tide has turned, and the bad guys are going to win, and it's ponderous. Yeah. And then, and then they undo it, and then they undo it, and then they undo it. And, and it's like, how can a person who is primarily an editor make this big
2: of a structural mistake with the climax of his movie? I don't get it. You ever listen to any Wagner operas? Everything is crescendo. Everything is bam, boom, wow, big. And st- because there's no build, you don't give a fuck. I think that was his problem here is all he was thinking of were all of his set pieces and all of his eye candy. And he just didn't care to build any of it. If he had, this might have worked. That That
1: is precisely the explanation that fits how I feel about the entire Enterprise uh, all forty zillion movies that they've got now and are going to keep making the mm. the brand is so diluted at this stage that I just I really don't care. It's just it's just another movie at this stage. Uh, I would venture just, to say
0: that Marvel is doing it better at this point.
1: Yeah, and even that yeah. I I'm kind of getting a little tired of. They're not sure. really event movies anymore. But I mean, it it to me it ceased to be Star Wars a long time ago, and
2: now it's just sort of. Hey, what are they doing now? Well, you know, not many, not many people know this, but all of the Marvel movies are actually Iron Man with a new actor digitally superimposed over Tony Stark. (laughs) It's a guy (laughs) who comes to terms with his powers and then is, and then faces a challenge and defeats it. Mm -hmm. Now Ant-Man, now Doctor Strange, now this one, now that one. I I mean, it's true, but it works. It's a good formula, but it's a formula.
0: The thing, that, the thing that Marvel definitely doesn't do, and now Star Wars doesn't do, that Star Wars used to do, was go away for three years at a time.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Star exactly. Wars was scarce, and that's what made it special. Now, there's three Marvel movies in a year. There's one Star Wars movie every year. It's too damn much.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I would say that there's a lesson in the history of Star Wars that fits that perfectly because they came out with the first Star Wars and it became a huge thing, but there were going to be a few years in between before we got the sequel, and so they did that Star Wars Christmas special as a way to kind of keep the brand recognition alive. They they had to whip-whip-stir that fan base. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Harvey Corman, man. Oh, God.
2: I'm going to be using the tenderest cut of the banter... The loin. The loin is very tasty and serves four nicely. Whipster, let's try it again together at an increased tempo because precision is very important in this recipe and we do want to have a fine consistency, don't we? Oh. So, and on the count of one, stir, whip, stir whip.
1: Whipster, sir, whipster, whip, whip, whipster, whipster,
2: whipster. He's got that funky whip, wig whip, that looked whip, like a like the from the Qui-Gon's out at a Dune. Whip, whip, What's funny <laughs> is they had the Boba Fett cartoon, which at the time, as a kid watching it live, I was like, "Oh yay! This must mean there's going to be a Boba Fett cartoon," and there wasn't for another forty years.
1: Well, that was nobody like, knew who Boba Fett so was at jealous. the time, but I like looking at it now because it's it's very heavy metal. I keep yeah, now. watching, watch it. it I just keep expecting the like major boobage, <laughs> you know, and it never happens. Uh, Booby fit. So yeah, is that what you wanted? Booby fit. And then, and then also, what what the fuck is Carrie Fisher singing in that thing? Oh, the, ah, the, the
0: Life like, Day song. God, it's that.
1: so yeah. horrible. But the thing that kills me about that thing, and we can get back to the, the, the prequels, but it's, I, I tried watching it recently just cause I had it's not unwatchable. Seen it forever. It's unwatchable. It it, it's, it's centered around the Wookiee family and literally mm-hmm. like the first 15 minutes is nothing but Wookiee family just yeah.
2: doing Wookiee. <laughs>
0: and no subtitles or anything. Just, yeah. just Wookiees being
2: Wookiees yeah it's like a weird these birth. are all like common human emotions you know yeah. and, and and conversations we've all had on life day and you don't need subtitles to understand what this family's thinking oh, and don't forget virtual reality porn vr this thing yeah, porn. vr porn yes
1: <laughs> yeah it's so weird amazing
2: but and that Jefferson was like in starship yeah. and yeah it like but, light the sky on uh,
1: fire that's an amazing song an amazing song
0: Oh my god. It is it's so 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 terrible.
1: Yeah. But the thing that kills me is that, and it's not part of canon. I mean, they disown it pretty quick. But the fact that they introduce Chewbacca's family. It's just like it's his dad. Yeah, and there's Michi, Lumpy. His and and then his wife Mala and his kid, Lumpy. So, basically, you find out that Chewbacca's married with a kid, but he's out gallivanting around space with Han Solo. Yeah. It's like he's, he's the worst dad ever. Chewbacca <laughs> is like,
0: actually more of a scoundrel and a gangster than Han Solo <laughs> yeah, because of this. Yeah.
2: It's right? basically, he, he comes home because he's, he's his baby daddy. It's ridiculous. And the, uh, what's his name from the Honeymooners? Um, Art Carney. Art Carney was the prototype for Lando Carussian. That's true. He was That's true. It was going to be that and then I think they just that T V show killed it. And they said, uh let's call Billy D. Yeah. We need to get some,
1: some suaveness in this one.
0: I'm actually thinking Ryan Johnson missed a huge opportunity. While he was busy shitting on all things that had come before, he really should have reinforced that life day was a thing in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> <laughs> in episode exactly. Eight.
1: You know, oh, like give, Ryan. give the fan base an embolism that would have been amazing oh my god
2: that would have been wonderful <laughs>
0: there's still time he's going to get uh, more movies come on we need more Life Day in Star Wars Ryan Johnson make it happen
2: yeah. we, and we, we are going like, to
0: end this show with the song for Life Day right we've uh, got to end it I've with already that. ended one episode of this podcast yeah. with that thing but sure yeah, we but, but do we it again. Given,
1: Oh, but given that I Star forgot. Wars is so redundant I don't think that's going <laughs> to fucking matter <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. so anyway then, episode one <laughs> oh yeah i want to okay so i do want to talk about anakin skywalker and and jake lloyd everyone likes to cap on jar jar and rightfully so he makes poop jokes um but honest to god jar jar is not the main problem with episode one it's jake lloyd as anakin skywalker he
1: sucks
0: yeah, he's so, and and so does Hayden Christensen in the next two movies. But Jake Lloyd is. They actually in the in the special features, they show the audition tape from the other kid who was the runner up, and he's so much better. Like that kid delivers like this haunted. I you know I have a dark wasn't soul that the performance kid from
2: uh, s- from uh, Sixth Sense. I heard he no was up no for it wasn't Haley. It. it was just some
0: other um, unknown. And and George Lucas actually says, well i mean i get better takes from from the front one kid but i can stitch together a better performance in the editing room with jake lloyd
2: <laughs> oh, God. no he, he no sir you that. cannot
0: yes he does <laughs> it's in that i will you can see the
2: difference between the two
0: kids yeah. Yeah. one is going to the production a lot faster yeah. There's and the other one, I have to just do a zillion takes and they cut the performance, but the performance sort of so rises way above yeah. Yeah. the other so ones yeah. because it's so
1: unpredictable and it's kind you of have to go. Yeah, unstudied. Wow. Mm-hmm. He thinks everybody is his puppet. What an
2: asshole! See, and I had read that. Uh, 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 oh goddamn it! You just said his name, and I can't Hayden remember it already. Jake Lloyd. No, th-
0: the George other kid. Sixth Sense. Haley
2: Jo Osment. Haley Joel Osment was up for it and George Lucas had said, yeah, he, he was good, but he was too intense. And I was like, yeah, because that's, that's what's missing from uh, uh, episode <laughs> one Vader. is any amount of intensity. Yeah, I, well, see, de- I the- see dead
1: people.
0: To your point about um, George Lucas being enamored with his toys, this was also a, a movie <laughs> where he was experimenting with editing together performances from several different takes in the same shot. So, of course, the actors have anti-chemistry. Of course, they don't seem like they're reacting to each other. <laughs>
1: they're not. I like. I read a recent interview. Well, it's not a, it's not a recent interview, but I recently read it uh, from Natalie Portman. And she basically <laughs> is talking about how Star Wars almost killed her career entirely because no one yeah. wanted to hire her because they didn't think she could act. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's harsh, that, man. That's that brings harsh. us
0: to episode two, Attack of the Clones, doesn't it? it, it kind of does yeah, if and, we're going
2: sequentially well, Has there and we get midriff <laughs> she, can, she can now wear shows that uh, wear shirts that show her, her taut belly section because she's 18 did anything else happen in that movie? I can't remember but Natalie Portman and Hayden
0: Christensen have anti-chemistry every time the two of them are on screen together it's death it's cinematic death I would have rather had Jake Lloyd
2: <laughs> now that I'm with you again I'm in
0: agony. The closer I get to you, the worse it gets. I'm haunted by the kiss that you should never have given me. My heart is beating, hoping that that kiss will not become a scar. You are in my very soul, tormenting
1: me. It's like not good. It, it, I I don't remember any of this scene, but I, I'm just trying to imagine it in my
2: head, and all I can hear is...
0: Man.
2: i mean that's basically what i hear i heard that when they did the imax print of the second one they cut it down and removed most of that stuff and everyone said it was tighter and better because they just removed all the unnecessary love stuff but i want to know who made that creative decision nope we got a cut down this movie for imax yeah Yeah. the screen won't handle that's this much shittiness i think it was because the film
0: platters couldn't handle that much film it was too long this was before digital projection (laughs) Oh, that's right it was (laughs) pre-digital
1: i thought this was the first one that did digital projection
0: it was certainly one that had digital sets and
2: they do not not have had it for imax yet okay yeah yeah,
0: I don't think that IMAX had digital projection.
2: Once I'd heard the story that they had cut out that bit, I realized you can take the first one and the second one and remove a whole lot of fat and make just one movie. And this is one one roller coaster of a movie if you do that. You know, if you can <laughs> and recast it. But I mean, basically, if you remove all that stuff, it actually has an arc. Whereas just alone, these are two very flabby yeah. movies.
1: Well. I, I, Episode two is kind of where you start, at least for me, start seeing the whole idea of be careful what you wish for mm. out there in Fanland. Cause you got the redux ones, which I mean, they're obviously just tests for all of the special effects that he could do. And they're totally unnecessary. Uh, yes. but everybody went nuts. for him because it's, Oh, it's like a super cool blah, blah. And then you get into this, the prequel stuff. And then suddenly it's, it's all of the, the story of the Clone Wars and how did Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. So basically it was this, you know, 25-year backstory that everybody had built up and then suddenly here it was. Uh, and it was ridiculous. I just thought it was totally unnecessary. We did not see to see any of this.
0: Well, I think. I think that if they had made a triple movie storyline that took place during the Clone Wars, as opposed to almost the entire Clone War taking place off screen between Episodes 2 and 3, that would have been That's more true, what true. people were after.
1: It would have been more Lord of the Ringy, I think. I mean,
0: so when I first saw Episode 2, you know, I was looking at a movie, and again, I'm there for the spectacle, right? And we've got, like, big old um, Coruscant you know fifth element car chase thing going on you got um cool fight in the rain between Django, fett and obi-wan you've got the the space mines that's the scene where the sound where the music cuts out in episode yeah, two i like
2: that
1: you
0: have uh, a oh you lot. mean the,
1: the you mean the temple of doom sequence um
2: the no the se- temple of doom the one where boba fett has the weird sonic bombs yeah that the sonic basically a big open <laughs> e on a oh, yeah, oh, yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, And then you had um, a lot of lightsaber fighting, actually. And then you have this big-ass clone war. And then Yoda comes out with a lightsaber. I mean, in terms of fan service, my God, this movie had a lot of stuff in it.
1: Yeah, well, I Mm -hmm. like that Sam Jackson insisted that his lightsaber be purple for no other reason than so you could tell who he was in the big sequences on the battlefield
2: except that in that that huge stadium everyone's lightsaber is either green or purple.
1: No, it's like green and red and purple, right?
2: Yeah, Sam Jackson's the only one with a with a purple one.
1: Yeah. yeah. Ah, it's like okay. that
0: was his thing. That
2: that's, that's his Oh yeah, there that's was the Sam... whole
0: John Carter of Mars uh creature thing too. God, this movie has a lot of stuff in it.
2: You got to remember that first one was poorly received. It's not like we look back on it now and go, "Oh, what shit!" Right? You know, like months after it came out, it had a bad name. So I think at that point he was like, "I've got to do anything the fans say." Well,
1: but for the first one, you've got all of the the apologists now who who look back and try to make it more intelligent than it is and talk about how it's sort of the the dissolving of the league of nations and it's all like it's world war one man and, and they're trying to layer that type of history over mm-hmm. it's like no that's utter utter crap it's basically he made a movie about a trade war and that's the least exciting thing you could ever make a movie about here's so here's the charge are in there
0: i i'm one of the people who actually i could do and when i did go back and watch like the the six movies in um oh what's that order where you go four five two three six or something like that machete order um nah, i don't know uh, that that it, how does it's that, a better well, storytelling work? thing well how do, so
1: what is it again what's the
0: order uh you start with the original star wars you go you to hope- empire strikes back Okay. Um. And then you're left with Luke. I am your father. As the cliffhanger. This is. This was a way I introduced oh. a kid to it. Right. Who hadn't seen these before.
1: And, and then and so you go then, to Phantom Menace. Then
0: you. No. We skip Phantom Menace entirely. You just do two and three. Oh, and you fill in the okay. blanks of of uh of that backstory, and then you and end then you on Return Jedi. of Jedi. And that's actually, from a narrative standpoint, um, a pretty defensible order to watch the story in. So you just remove
1: Phantom Menace altogether. Yeah. It's just like, like it never happened.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's,
1: it's, it's utterly <laughs> unnecessary to the story. Sure. I, I applaud that. I applaud that. Very well done. Yeah. Even though two and three suck balls, I will still grant you that. It works, yes.
0: So two, I saw, you know, I was working at the game studio. We were working on Star Wars games, and so I saw it with a bunch of big old Star Wars nerds. And came out, and I was the only one who wasn't going.
2: Ah, oh, I hated it.
0: And I'm like, huh? What did I? What I missed something? <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed the big dumb set piece. I didn't like the God. There was yet another scene, the droid factory scene. There were so many big yeah. set pieces in this yeah. thing.
2: I want to. I, every and time him that comes saying on, all sorts of hilarious things like, "Oops, he's gonna," <laughs> you know, or, or when his yeah. his lightsaber gets chopped in half, and oh, man. Yeah. Oh well they
0: gave they gave the slapstick one liners to C three PO. This is such a drag As his head's getting dragged around. Oh, you
1: me? You this is such a drag.
0: Yeah, C three PO I Quipster, forgot that one everyone. Uh, yeah. Well
1: all I could think of was when the droid factory thing is going on, it's the music from the Looney Tunes.
2: <laughs> yep and when R two D two's little flying jets go off, and he flies across the oh, thing, yeah. I was like, "He where, had jets? Uh-huh. Yeah, where the this fuck was this?" Well, and then but then it's like in the Phantom He's Menace too, when you find out that stuck in a bog in Dagobah, and he could have flown out of that. Yeah. What a little. Yeah. <laughs> well, and
1: that's when you find out that young Anakin, uh, what he he invent he built C three PO. That was in the first and it's one. Like, yeah, and it's like suddenly that doesn't make
0: any sense. <sighs>
1: Or Obi- Obi-Wan just... not
0: knowing, that, recognizing R2-D2, never owned a droid before. Dude, you've been yeah. flying all of it. Yeah, and this is the biggest problem with the prequels. This is George <laughs> Lucas making the whole galaxy smaller. Everyone yeah. knows everyone else for generations. There is no big, huge galaxy full of, uh, you know, adventure. It's just like these 12 people.
1: <laughs>
2: True. Okay, so thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Again,
1: I think we all had to catch our breath there. We're so irritated. Uh, so
2: while we're waiting, any fresh shit? <laughs> oh. Oh, are we going to do fresh shit this episode? Uh, if we can do it very, very quickly so that we can return to the, the, the final prequel, I think, yeah, I, I think we
1: do need an interlude. Okay. This shit is fresh. Oh,
0: shit.
2: It is fresh. This stuff is real
0: what will become of our heroes? <laughs> Tune in after the fresh shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. don't worry, they'll be making these movies till the end of time <laughs> mm-hmm. with, with my Yoda. So Eric, what's your fresh shit? I've been listening to Pink Floyd a lot as I've been putting together the, the Pink Floyd cast, which is coming sometime soon. And I've been listening to uh Piper at the Gates of Dawn, which is the first well, the first full album. Oh, you're really going down the Floyd <laughs> hole. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's the the first uh, one, it's Sid Barrett. It's it's actually really good and there's a track on there called Bike that is mm-hmm. insane. It's it. You listen to it, and it, you can hear Sid Barrett going insane. I've got to bike. Insane. I ate some acid. I don't know my yeah. face. Yeah. yeah, it's very nice. You can have it <laughs> if you want one. <laughs> yeah. So I've I've been I've been going uh, full tilt on Floyd, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so which one was that pipers at the gates of tony orlando and Don. yes okay uh i also i didn't know this bit of trivia you know i'll, I'll go into it more in the shoe but um uh, a momentary lapse of reason mm-hmm. was actually a david gilmore uh uh solo album and the last solo album he'd done flopped Mm -hmm. and he couldn't get anybody to turn up for his show so he decided to call it a pink floyd album he got the drummer uh nick mason to agree to be on it but nick mason was like i'm so out of practice i can't play so he hardly plays he just does sound effects right uh richard wright was the keyboard player who wasn't involved in it at all, but he went on the tour. They basically slapped together Pink Floyd around a Gilmore project that sucks balls. So would you say that it's the, the episode one uh, Pink Floyd albums? I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Okay and, and what bugs me is that I I, I, I listened to it and uh, one slip is the first single from that album and I hate myself for it but I like that song even though the writing, the lyrics make zero fucking sense
1: and I was on the road.
2: It's just a horribly written song in terms of lyrics, because no Roger Waters, but it sounds pretty because Gilmore is awesome.
1: Wasn't the big song on that one, Learning to Fly? That was the other I one. My
2: That
0: was the big MTV single. Probably the best songs on it. Um. Well, there is this like um a new machine or something like that,
2: um, on the second side that comes in and out, but, uh... Because they try and make it sound like Shine On You, Crazy Diamond, but there is no concept behind this album. It's just a a few, like, pop songs from a middle-aged guy who's an awesome guitar player.
0: But no, um, what was the song I'm trying to think of? Um... Oh, I had the title. of War? No, no, the... The big, uh... Peace, love, hippie song on it. And I, oh, what's the name of that song now? I can't remember. On the Turning Away. On the Turning Away, yeah, that one. No more turning
2: away from the weekend. Yeah, I hate that song. <laughs> oh, God, so self righteous. We get it. Homelessness uh, is bad. Write something better.
1: If you want to well, help like, them, uh, write
2: something better.
1: Just by association, I think that was around the same year. And even if it wasn't, I still remember it this way. That uh, what's his face from Zeppelin, Robert Plant, had that album Now and Zen, and that's the single no. was Tall Cool One, <laughs> yeah. which is so irritating to listen to. And I think that would just like that was '87 uh, in a nutshell. You had that, and then you had hyster- or uh, yeah Hysteria by Def Leppard, kind of rounded yeah. it out.
0: Nineteen eighty-seven, the year cocaine really broke through. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> um. Anyway. Oh, uh, that's
1: anyway. That's all I got. You got okay,
0: Chris. You got any fresh shit?
1: Uh, I I watched uh, this week a movie from nineteen seventy-six called Gumball Rally. You know this? Oh, movie? I remember that. <laughs> it's like uh, a precursor to Cannonball Run. It's the same basic movie uh, mm. where it's just an illegal road race from coast to coast. Listener, uh, please imagine he, a look of total bewilderment on my face as I sit
0: here going, "Why does he come up with this? Where? where- <laughs> what inspires Chris just- <laughs> to
1: watch a movie? This movie? Where- How
0: does he come across it? Why does he sit through it?"
1: Huh? Brian, the, the the secret is you just you have to give yourself over to the universe, and you will be rewarded. No, income. we
0: live in a world of on demand everything,
2: and somehow <laughs> this is what you watched. How? Yeah, I. I issue on demand. When I went to visit Chris a few months ago uh, and my wife and I came into their place, uh, Chris and his wife were watching Kelly's Heroes, a movie no one ever talks about I or love mentions. Kelly's so this is not bullshit. This is he does not like look for weird shit to talk about on here. He watches this stuff. <laughs> it's just the stuff I like.
1: So Gumball <laughs> Rally was on and I'm watching it and it's I'll just say this. Cannonball Run is better as a movie. Uh, because it's got it's got a larger cavalcade of stars uh, and it's from Burt Reynolds stunts. on town. and who? It's written for stunts. I mean, it, well, well, that's the this is the weird it? thing is the Gumball Rally is directed by a former stuntman named Charles Bale. and the whole movie is just essentially a, a set of car chase and crash sequences. Uh, the problem is that you don't get any characters, so you don't really care. Uh, there's no oh, tension. sounds like my
0: kind of movie spectacle no story yeah. no characters yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, but it's but it's only notable Michael Sarazen, eh, throw off whatever uh, but it's an early Gary Busey and he's still got those fucking teeth. He's had those same fucking teeth <laughs> <laughs> his entire career and he's insane he gave it his kid yeah and uh, and then it's also an early role for Raul Julia who plays an Italian Lothario race car driver who basically stops whenever he finds a beautiful woman and leaves the race to go have sex with her and then manages to find his way back to the race. And he chews so much scenery. It's amazing. So he's like Gomez Adams, like, just in race Yeah, form. But, yeah. but, yeah, more moronic. Uh, but the main rally cry at the beginning of the race is no catalytic converters and no 55-mile-an-hour speed limit. So that sets it right in the middle of 76. Uh, it's it's a time capsule. And then in the trailer, they actually say, it's a mad, 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 mad world on wheels.
2: The Gumball Rally. <laughs> it's a mad, 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 mad world on wheels. It's awful. So uh,
1: get Cannonball Run, watch Smokey and the Bandit, eat, hell, even Rat Race uh, will do you better. Uh, <laughs> but it's no Death Race 2000, which is probably my favorite of this genre. So <laughs> Gumball Rally. Uh, you'll never watch it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh, uh, mine's gonna be real short. I saw Avengers. I don't want to spoil it. I'm watching it this weekend. I think.
2: Oh, cool! I need to see it. I'll see it this weekend. Fuck it. Go see it. Yeah, it, and, then, uh, and then we'll then we'll talk. Then we can talk about my, it. My my wife told me, uh, uh, and of course you know, blank dies right and i was like yeah and then like two minutes later i'm like I just lied. I totally didn't know that. Why did you tell me that? Because you know <laughs> yeah. she doesn't I am, care about spoilers. I am gloriously
1: spoiler-free uh, at this stage. The more
0: spoiler-free you can be about this movie, the better. Go yeah. see it it's,
2: spoiler-free. Yeah, that's why I didn't give a name. Yeah. I didn't say anything. But thank you. It, I, I, now I have to see it to see if she's lying because she's like, <laughs> like I don't know. I didn't like see she's it. She's fucking with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. She's <just laughs> fucked with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, just, I, I do hear that that Ant Man dies in it. I didn't want to spoil anything but that's what i hear
2: that's that's a strong choice considering ant-man 2 is coming out like (laughs) no no
1: (laughs) but here's the thing here's the thing is that they're gonna they're gonna pull the wool and effectively when that movie comes out they're just gonna change it to the wasp at the last minute yeah (laughs) fuck all you that is true i mean
2: the way the way superhero movies work and all this horseshit they can kill anyone they want and just bring them right back as soon as they decide you know what we can make some more money on this
1: it literally is an infinity war
2: <laughs> yeah. Alright, so go see it. Maybe we can do a spoiler cast
0: on that once you guys have seen it or something. Boom. Boom. Alright, so
2: Infinity War! <laughs>
0: infinity War. It's
2: an <laughs> Infinity War.
0: Yeah. No. Not doing it. I'm not doing it.
1: <laughs> no. And hey, Darth Vader in that black and evil mask. Did he scare you as much as he scared me? Ah. So
2: the... the <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god! Oh shit, that is so crazy! So the guys that did that, um... That Star Wars video <laughs> with the thank you magic trash can the, the Nods who, uh, who did that Star Wars video with the magic trash can, they have a, a more recent video where they got a Hayden Christensen impersonator to do Darth Vader's lines from episodes four, five, and six. And it's, it's <laughs> nice. genius. So it's like his, his voice nice. al- alterer broke. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. You're a part mm-hmm. of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. You know, he's like that. <laughs> yeah, <You laughs> it's amazing. You have to see this; it's brilliant. Don't be too proud of this technological tower you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the
2: power of the force. I find your lack of faith disturbing. My biggest complaint about Hayden Christensen, as long as we're we're on him now, is he can't yell. Did you notice that he can't he can't yell cuz he's constricting his voice and cuz he thinks it sounds intense yeah. but all it really sounds is repressed because he can't scream Whoa. I don't know if that's an actor choice but it's a bad one Well yeah well, he's a he's a bad
1: actor
0: What we really wanted to see was Darth Vader as a pissy teenager and we like, got it Can we please have butt hurt pissy Darth Vader cuz that's what we all
1: paid to see Oh, I just had an epiphany. I just now broached the the gap to the new ones with Adam Driver's Kylo Ren and why he's yep. so irritating as a pissy teen. Oh.
0: Adam Driver is so much better as pissy teen yeah. Darth Vader wannabe.
2: Yeah. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. I talk first. I always oh. talk first. Well, technically you just talked first, but... God damn it. <sighs> Now this entire conversation has been derailed. So, congratulations for that. Well, he is. He's, he's, he,
1: he, he's more emo, I guess. I mean, I'm, it's, I like the performance. That's one of the few things that I really enjoy about these new ones. Uh, but, but, yeah, I, I finally, like, the light bulb went off, and now I see it. It's, it's, it's like the whole thing is like a, a saga. That was a stroke of genius on J.J. Abrams' part. He knows... That there's no
0: stacking up to darth vader so he makes the whole character about how he can't stack up to darth vader and yeah. that's that's brilliant this is actually supposed
1: to friggin be darth vader <laughs> oh my god <laughs> exactly he sucks I read some is it i don't know if it's fan theory or if, i can't remember where i read it because i barely remember these things as i mentioned but the, when he when anakin skywalker goes to the village in Tatooine and kills all the Tusken Raiders because yeah. the, they mm-hmm. killed his mom. I read somewhere that that was all set up by uh, Grievous or Count Dooku. I don't know, whoever the, the minions are for the Emperor in this one. But they basically mm-hmm. planted that so that he would go kill all those people and feel the bloodlust and turn to the dark side. Is that in the movie or is that just like a mm-hmm. fan theory?
0: No. That's a the fan theory, I think. That's okay. not in the yeah. movie.
2: And not a very good one. I, 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 that's one of the few things I liked about that movie was that he organically went full tilt. I, I liked it a lot more than when he kills younglings. Why can't they say children? Why are they younglings? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a culture Okay, thing, sorry. Man. That was my fault. I don't know. But, but episode three, arguably
1: the only good prequel. And they finally got to use the word revenge in his title. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Okay, we got a we good never title. Got, because we, we
0: never actually got have Revenge of the Jedi. Oh man, when that—do you remember? I, you saw the trailer for Revenge of the Jedi, right? Like in uh, the theaters. If
1: I, if I did, I don't remember it.
0: I remember seeing that, and then suddenly it wasn't Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah.
1: And well, that like, was the thing? Huh? A long time ago,
2: in a galaxy far, far away, the next chapter in the Star Wars saga. Revenge of the Jedi.
1: That was the thing about that time though, it's, you got all of that weird apocryphal lore about Star Wars. That's when all the stuff with the clone wars started trickling in and then you started putting that in with your your toys when you were playing. And I don't it's all sort of melded into my head as something that yeah, that happened, but I don't know if it's sort of uh like retconned into my memory over over time or if it actually physically happened. Because I never Rey saw that trailer, so I'm, I'm going to take your word for it. I definitely did, and they <laughs> no finally idea. released the
0: trailer on one of the like the Blu-ray sets, so there's proof it exists now.
1: So I can find this online?
0: Yeah, you can find the Revenge cool. of the Jedi, Jedi trailer. All right, all right, all
1: right, I'm going to go look for it.
0: Um, so yeah, episode three, we finally get to see Darth Vader happen, we finally get some darkness. Um, Ian McDermott as Palpatine... Is, he would be chewing scenery were there any physical scenery in the movie
1: <laughs> exactly
0: um, but yeah like there's a great bit where, where they point out that he does three evil head turns in the same
2: scene <laughs> not the guy who does four evil head turns in one conversation And the Jedi do to
1: create life from dying Not from a Jedi. Not from a Jedi. That, that's <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Isn't that the one where where they do the CGI Yoda and he's basically bouncing around like a rubber ball off the yes. walls? Um, <laughs>
0: like, this is that was episode two where they started with that. This is where they made okay. CGI Yoda not quite so stupid.
1: And this is only what like 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 thirty years before the first trilogy that we got. Yeah, with Luke Skywalker, and so suddenly uh, he goes from. That to the being like the old decrepit weirdo,
2: yeah. In like I, 30 can I years, can ask a question though about the emperor? Yeah, okay. Mace Mace Windu, <laughs> great name by the way, uh, it's uses no like Geeku. his force electricity on the emperor, yeah. And the it somehow makes the emperor uh, emperor's skin, uh, old and wrinkly and a little lumpy. Okay, fine, I'll give you even that much but why does it give him like an east european accent afterwards why does he then talk like this how did that happen how he talks like that in episode (laughs) one he just talks like that when he's got the cloak on he's like he's like christian bale's batman oh no he does go listen i'm going to send my uh my, my 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 flunky to meet you darth maul i don't think he's got an east european accent i really don't the chancellor should never have brought them into this kill them immediately not full of sith this is
0: my apprentice garth moore he will
2: find your lost ship it's there. i won't bet money on now, it now because yeah. you just played the clip and proved yeah. me wrong but i'm just saying
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so ian McDermott, though if uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. He did not play the Emperor in the first trilogy, correct?
0: He did. He played him in Return of the Jedi. Okay, he didn't so that's play him, him in Empire Strikes Back originally. Oh. And that's okay. one of the few things they Okay, of all the special editions, the only one worth watching is The Empire Strikes Back. The changes okay. they made to Empire were good.
1: Organic. Okay. Cuz all I can think of now is the the scene at the climax of Jedi where it's him in the chair doing mm-hmm. the speech about, and you shall see that this
2: is a fully operational battle station.
0: Yeah, same guy. Now
2: witness okay. the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. Weird. And, and the butler from uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> Shut up. I gotta go watch yeah. that again now. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, well, Oklahoma. Last time I watched it, I went, "Holy shit, that's Emperor Palpatine!" <laughs> ah. May I show you
1: Zabilla? It has a fascinating history.
2: Welcome to hell.
0: He does and bear a striking resemblance to Joe Lieberman. We should, we should say that. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs>
2: Luckily, maybe
1: we need the Emperor with that voice. As you will see, oh, wow. this is a fully operational battle station. Okay,
2: <laughs> 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 <Que> pasa, Hadassa,.:
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> So, Eric, you were pointing uh, out
0: that we're supposed to believe that Yoda goes from, you know, jumpy flippy to decrepit in 30 years. But I want to point out that the entire Jedi religion becomes a myth and magic tricks and old wives tales in the minds of people like Han Solo. In the same amount of time,
2: like, I, huh? I honestly, that one bit, now that you mention it, I kind of wrote that off as, of course, the empire takes control, they're going to stamp out religion, the same way the Soviet Union stamped out Christianity, right? Ooh. I mean, if there's a hope that the force can, you know, overthrow them, they're going to do everything they can to say it's, it's a myth, and it's a wife's tale, and it's horseshit, Right. Yeah,
0: sure. but the, the Jedi being extinct and people not even necessarily believing that they were real, that's a, I mean, okay, maybe you can play uh, that, that on Galactic Geography just being huge. I, I don't know. It's pretty yeah.
2: pretty rough. I, I didn't know it went that far, but yeah, if, you're right. Yeah. But I mean, I can, I, it's a big universe and there's a lot of technology. Certainly somebody's got videotape. You'd think. You know. <laughs> you would think.
0: They don't seem to I have mean, the, the ability to copy, like, Death Star plans onto multiple pieces of media or transmit them from the ground to the <laughs> spaceship
2: uh, or, you know, with radio waves. Or So yeah. their tech is kind of funky. That would have been great if, if they had said, we can't get to the dish in time. Okay, then let's uh, sneaker wear it.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: just make a bunch of copies.
1: <laughs> or like some like a giant uh, rabbit ear antenna starts folding out of the, the <laughs> right. base station uh with tinfoil on it she pulls out a hello kitty usb stick yeah no no a little bit to the left got it
0: anyway i don't know do you guys have anything you want to say about episode three
2: uh probably a lot but i don't feel like it's worth my time all all i know is that the ending (laughs) is the most amazing ending
1: of any movie ever period end of story no Uh, you get that one and then he, like, crushes things with his mind.
2: Can you hear That's me? amazing.
1: That's like the Frankenstein moment. And that's the only thing I remember from that entire movie. Yes, master. Where is Padme? Is she safe? Is she all right?
2: It seems in your anger, you killed her. I... I couldn't have. She was alive! I felt it! Jake Tapper uh, from CNN was, descri- was on a show this week. Don't bother looking for this clip. I don't know where you'd find it. He was talking about um, how when leaders have too much power and no one to tell them what they're doing is wrong, they make hilariously stupid mistakes. And he called it the Jar Jar Banks principle. <laughs> that if you don't have anyone to tell you that something is you know, bad or wrong or no one is around you is empowered to say something like that you're yeah. just going to fuck up yeah and i really think that it describes all of the prequels no one was there to tell george lucas um no because they thought the first one would be great it wasn't they thought the second one would make up for it it didn't and by the third one they were like how do we take this away from him we can't take it away from him. what are we going to do It's george oh, lucas shit. it's taken all <laughs> this time to figure out a way to give someone else the reins to this you know yeah uh, money-making machine
1: well, I would personally like to thank George Lucas for making those, if only because it it broke whatever tenuous hold Star, Star Wars had on me, uh, <laughs> so mm-hmm. that I just don't have to get all crazy, frenetic, fanboyish when a new one comes out, and I could just yeah. take it or leave it. So I want to thank him for that. He freed me, man. He freed me. <laughs> Thanks, George. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Lucas. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, for
2: the throughout the 90s, uh, because there were no Star Wars movies, they were considered, I think, the sort of high-end space entertainment where Star Trek was that horseshit that they just keep churning out garbage mm-hmm, and they yeah. weren't wrong. But there was no new Star Wars to ruin Star yeah. Wars. And once Star Trek imploded, I think Star Wars tried to maintain the quality and well, still turn out drunk. Well, I think it's just
1: a, a fact of familiarity breeding contempt i think that's the best way to put it because the more they crank these things episode
2: that because i (laughs) think you you perfectly described it that is exactly what's wrong
1: but that's what it feels like it's like oh god another one didn't we just see this two months ago shit and then when they come out it's the same exact movie just gussied up and they change some actors around that's my feeling (laughs) so it's just difficult to to get excited about
0: that's why i like last jedi because i felt like he shook it up I mean, yes, there were structural similarities to Empire, but he really did sort of hit a big old reset button and say, you know what? We're not tied to any of that crap anymore. We can go in whatever direction Star Wars wants to.
1: So here's
0: hoping that they don't fuck that up.
2: Okay. Fingers crossed. I always looked forward to episode three, like even, even, you know, throughout the 80s and 90s. I said, if they ever do the, the, the early versions, because, oh yeah, we've known that this is part of like, what, a, a nine story series, the original screenplay was as big as a phone book yeah i I knew if they ever did these early ones that third one is going to be the best darkest movie and i felt so betrayed when it wasn't it's like (laughs) that's 20 or 30 years of build-up i was telling everyone it's unavoidable that is going to be the darkest shit you've ever seen and he just fucked it there's a bloom county cartoon from 1983 where the
0: character binkley in the comic strip uh, is talking to George Lucas about you know episodes one two three and um, seven eight and nine and it was supposed to be a joke but Burke Breathe is off by like one year about when they actually are going to get around <laughs> to these movies.
1: Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think we've
0: said all there is all we need to say. It's been well, a I'll year of have. magnificently huge, you guys. Well-
1: yeah, and I would also like to say that uh, I have some trivia to finish out the show. Oh, is, that we isn't did all with,
0: that we need to say.
1: <laughs> what, we did trivia for the first episode to fill time,
2: and so I just thought we could <laughs> do that again. Mostly, I want to hear. We thought was a good idea that we should bring back to other shows, and finally, we are. Yeah,
1: but it takes so much goddamn work, which you know. So uh, I don't know if you guys want to just shout out. And see who gets it first, or if you want to like do your own buzzer, I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah. But it's a little game I want to call. So you think you know Star Wars? Okay, and and that's how you have to say it. You think you know Star Wars? Okay, I could. I think I know Star Wars. <laughs> okay, uh, gentlemen, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Who is the Dang. only rebel? Oh, <laughs> Wedge. <laughs> and he's right <laughs> well, what was who the was actual the ol- question who, who was, was the, the only, only rebel, rebel pilot besides Luke to appear in and survive all three movies yeah, in the original trilogy? Yeah.
0: who
2: played wedge because and, and you know why he survived because he was always he, he was the most brilliant coward Yes, yeah. he would find some re- oh I lost my engines Oh, also the, 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 he was the really the good at pressure making is dropping. he was really good at making salad as well I left the gas on. I left the gas Luke on. Luke, hangnail. Gotta go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was. I forgot about that. That was for for all those who aren't aware. That's a massive inside joke. Every time we would watch Star Wars, and he would peel off. It was Luke. I got
0: a hangnail. <laughs> You're no good to uh, us back there, Wedge. Get out of here.
2: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but. <laughs> Like, seriously, get the I fuck out of here. I not how good your Mark Hamill impression was until just now. It's, <laughs> and I was going in touch, you think they fix some coloring inverters. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, Ditchy. he's, uh, he's
1: who's he, what's its uncle, right?
0: Uh, Dennis Lawson. Yeah, he's the uncle of somebody I should know.
1: Uh, um, Renton. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, yeah. Oh, look at that. There you have it. Uh, this one's for Eric, but Brian can probably answer this as well. What does at-at stand for?
2: I know uh, it. Go ahead. All-terrain uh, attack. Mm, close. Turret? close. Armored transport. All-terrain armored All- transport. Ah. Yeah.
1: Also known as what? A walker. An imperial
2: walker, sir. Sure. Yeah. And they gave it shin guards <laughs> in the new movies. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but here's the thing. R&D in the Empire is ridiculous because, hey, let's spend all this money, let's build this massive battle thing, and then all it takes is a couple of strings, and you're done. Well, okay, they have to fly that thing down from orbit and then walk a few (laughs)
0: yards. Like, why don't you just, like, Land a little closer, you know, yeah, it's like
1: hey, let's let's land them about four miles out and then uh, make them the slowest
2: fucking walking <laughs> I guess I mechanism get it. if you're using them to transport like a a platoon of soldiers, but why don't you build it a little closer to the ground then? Yeah, exactly. What, are they going to like rope in from the bottom? <laughs> exactly. Well, it's like, and then the it's other the same logic ones.
0: that says that's way, why Roger Rabbit can take the handcuffs off, though, right? Yeah. It's a real dragon wouldn't do that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it's also like the little uh, bipedal ones that are in Return of the Jedi. It's like how come more of those things aren't just falling over?
0: ATS I mean, it just yeah, and they were actually <laughs> in first strikes back. Yeah. Were they? They were in Hoth. They had a little cameo and a couple of shots in the Hoth battle. Yeah.
2: How oh, did yeah. they not slip on all that they, ice? They, they put it, no, they put it in for like two seconds just because they knew they'd need, they were going to use it in the third one. Toys. And they were like, we need an establishing shot or this isn't going to make any sense.
1: Well, I like that the, uh, this is total non, non sequitur, but I like that the, the commander of the ADAT, the main ADAT in Empire Strikes Back on the Hoth battle is also the bad guy from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade.
2: Is he blows your mind? It oh. blows your
1: mind, man. Yeah, Ooh. yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah, and he used to do uh, bank commercials for uh, <laughs> nice. Western Foresight. Yes. All right, keep the trivia going. What do you got? Uh, this is a good one. Uh,
1: how many credits did Obi Wan promise to pay Han Solo to fly to Alderaan?
2: Ooh, I, don't know. I I'm so glad I, I don't can't know. remember if it's
0: thirty
2: thousand or fifty thousand. All it's right. it's 17
1: Plus it's, another 15 once we reach yeah, Eric's close it's 17,000 total it's 2,000 in advance and 15 in um, arrival
0: off. okay so somehow
1: i remembered that line. yeah yeah uh, here's here's how many actors hold the distinction of being credited in all of the movies oh boy okay Let and i'm incl- and in this one i'm in, i'm including all of the movies all of Last the
0: Uh, possibly only one, and it would be Anthony Daniels.
1: Oh, you're good, sir. You're good. Although he only did the voice in The Phantom Menace. Uh, I don't think he was... He wasn't in the costume. Yeah, Uh,
0: Warwick Davis has been in a bunch of them. Kenny Baker was in a bunch of them. Peter Mayhew was in all of them until... Uh, well, not all of them. He wasn't in Episodes 1 and 2, and he wasn't in Last Jedi.
1: Uh... Look who put his nerd hat on. You go, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Kenny Baker is actually second. Uh, yeah. He was only using a few scenes in Revenge of the Sith uh, because R2-D2 was pretty much computer generated by then. Yeah, and then he died. And I guess, yeah, the last credit of his was on The Force Awakens as a consultant. Yep. So he... Warwick Davis?
0: Warwick Davis. No, Kenny Baker. Sure.
2: Yeah. Oh, Kenny Baker. Yeah, yeah he's dead. Warwick okay, Davis sorry. started yeah. with
0: Jedi as, as Wicket the Ewok and he's been in everything since. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. in no, a shit when he died and I was like, oh no. Yeah. And Warwick Davis
1: is in a shit ton of Harry Potter, so that guy's got a Okay, wait a
0: minute. Oh,
1: no, C-3PO does appear in Rogue One. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How many characters, I'm not talking actors, but characters appear in every one of the first six movies?
0: Well, R2 and C-3PO for sure.
1: Yeah, that's a given.
0: Um, Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. Correct. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Correct. Um... Might be it. Let me think. You. Am I missing one?
1: Nope, that's All it. Right, that's it. You are a genius, oh. sir. You've watched your Star Wars. I have. You have absorbed it. The Force is strong with this one uh let's see in episode four (laughs) in episode four which is also called a new hope which was tagged on later after we had a bajillion of these things uh what character utters the very first line
0: of episode
2: four a new hope new hope so the very
1: first line uttered in any star wars movie ever
2: uh one of the guards who's gonna shoot some stuff
1: E- it's, I think
0: it's C three PO, but it might be Darth Vader.
2: We were on a diplomatic mission. That
1: <laughs> <laughs> guy? No, it's apparently the choke it's, out guy. It's C three PO who yeah. says, "Did you hear that? They shut down the main reactor. of are oh, escape for the yeah, princess." That's right. So yep. close. Uh, this one, I just wanted to ask, what the fuck are midi chlorians? If you can explain it to me, uh, you get extra bonus oh. points. I can. Eh, It's a trick question. No one cares and they ruined everything.
2: Yes. They are a a self-conscious way around explaining how the force works. (laughs) It basically looked like a blood parasite. That's all I'm remembering. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That gave people superpowers. A special note to our listeners who've been with us for, you know, this entire quiz. If you got all of those questions right, you win a prize. You never have to get laid again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: this, this is just because you'll figure out why I wanted to bring this up. But the, all the scenes on Tatooine in the original trilogy were filmed in what country? Tunisia. Yep. And I wanted to bring that up just so I could say uh, Tunisian unit which is <laughs> uh in our films was always part of the credits we had a tunisian <laughs> unit uh i would also and like stunt to add Tr- stunt driver was always cold yeah i would also like to add that and that tu- what was Mo frug yeah i don't think Mo frug came in until later oh okay. i don't remember <laughs> but i would like to bring up that tunisian unit is also a really good fake band name <laughs>
2: uh
1: have you ever played a game of Sebek? sabak sabak is that what it's called no whatever the whatever the game where uh han solo wins the Millennium F- falcon from lando um, uh, oh no. uh, Have no. not. Okay, because I have no idea what the rules are, but apparently you can find them online, so they' probably get re- probably play it.:
0: <laughs> Oh boy, what do you bet they screw them up
1: in the solo movie and the nerds go crazy?: <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping. I'm hoping. Uh, just remember that in the solo movie, uh, he's going to deal first. That's my prediction.:
0: uh, So he's going to uh, draw nah. first, maybe? Or
1: <laughs> exactly.. Uh. You know, you got it. You know what I'm going for.
0: If if uh, if Chewbacca doesn't tear somebody's arms off because he lost at Savak, I think they've missed
2: an opportunity. Yeah. You always let, will, th- but you know it'll be some kind of cute alien that grows arms back really quickly. <laughs>
1: you always let the Wookiee win. Maybe it'll
0: be Clint Howard. Can Chewbacca tear maybe. Clint Howard's arms off? Oh, that would be sweet. Suddenly it gets to that be a better movie. Yeah. Uh...
2: Here's a good one. But that one little measure of intensity almost ensures that uh, Ron Howard won't do it. (laughs) I don't know. I like to make more boring films. Is Uh... there a way we can do this with less excitement? Every minute of this podcast takes me
0: four minutes to edit. And so, you know, I tried to wrap it up at 50 minutes, but now we've gone to an hour five. We've added
1: a full hour to my edit. You're welcome, <laughs> you dicks. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Uh, just a couple more. Then, which of the Star Wars films? <laughs> 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 which of the Star Wars films took in the least amount of box office? Uh, oh. Adjusted or uh, not? Uh, we'll do both if you like, but just normal, normal un- unadjusted
2: box office. Which unadjusted one took in?
0: adjusted box office? I'm gonna say
2: Jedi episode two i say episode two episode two yeah the the new whichever one that was okay it was actually it's called yeah
1: it was actually empire strikes back really Mm. uh it took in it took in 209 something million in 1980 dollars which is like 724 ish adjusted for inflation so by that metric episode two has the least box office uh Mm. with adjusted totals so it's a weird metric so eric was close but not close enough because it was
2: a second one just
1: not so the basically second
2: one. all of the all of the second
0: parts of these trilogies fade
1: <laughs> basically people are like Finally, ah, i'm trilogy. done yeah. with it oh wait wait it's a bridge mm-hmm. uh and then and then lastly uh han, han solo made the kessel run in what
2: Less than twelve, 12, 12 parsecs. parsecs, which okay, makes fo- no sense. Follow because up a question: Parsec is a measure of. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, follow up: What is a parsec? You're ahead of me. Yep. Parsec is the distance between the Earth and the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> well, close. It's some sort of measure of distance,
1: not time. So apparently, yeah. it has to do with something related to his massive skill it's the, at it's the punching in his made nav the computer.
0: Run so the yeah, the computer figured out a route that. Uh, got yeah. him through whatever That's the Kessel the fan Run theory.
2: was. theory. Yeah. That's the fan theory to think around the, th- yeah, to think around the problem. That- what, do you bet, what do you bet they fucked that up in the Han Solo movie? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like, what yeah. are the odds? What are the odds? People are gonna be like have a checklist in the theater. I'm pretty you sure that one they won't fuck, fuck that up. up. Yeah,
2: That's right. Wait, the distance, no, no, no. Okay, the distance from the Earth to the Sun is an astronomical unit. A parsec is the distance light travels in a year. Okay, mm. that's a light year. Wait, that's wrong. Okay, fuck. I don't know what a parsec is. I give Just up. know that a parsec is a measure of distance
1: in some form in this vast, massive, right. extended galaxy. Okay, uh, good. I can sleep now. Which, and then <laughs> uh, just two more. I guarantee it. Uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are the odds of successfully navigating an asteroid field? Oh, eat to me a whole
2: bunch to one uh, <laughs> yeah eh? what you don't know the line don't care uh never tell me the odds yeah, yeah never tell him the
0: odds. Uh, thank you much <laughs> better okay. answer and then i'm gonna leave it alone now.
1: uh and then lastly uh <laughs> uh do you think it's uh kind of racist the way they depict chewbacca huh
2: okay now this is an interesting question it's a free form uh, but it just always kind of bothered
1: me that, you know, he never got the medal at the end of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, even yeah. though he did carry a lot of water for the uh, the rebellion in that one. And if
2: you think about a, a galaxy where there's that many different races, like literally races, yeah. we don't have different races of human. Yeah. We're all humans. But in a galaxy with actual different races, having a human first policy is wildly racist. Yeah. So it
1: always yeah. sort of it always sort of bothered me that Chewbacca was uh, was really just sort of shit on uh, repeatedly.
0: Yeah, well, you know, yeah. maybe walking carpet. Is a derogatory
2: like he didn't get a medal? Term. Really? No,
1: no. It's he didn't. So, he it watched the end. Da- he was on the dais with the two of them. No, watch the end yep. when they're doing the whole triumph of the will bullshit, and he totally just gets snubbed. Everyone's like getting medals and smiling, uh. and then there's Chewy in the background, like, yeah, oh, I'm gonna fucking. Maybe kill that's you. why
0: he roars at the very end. He's like, <laughs> hey,
1: yeah, maybe yeah, that's looking Wookie for fuck
2: you. <laughs> 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 i'll give you a medal when you put some bloody clothes on <laughs> uh so yeah there's your Maybe trivia that's why they don't give him one because he, he's like he's like the family dog okay yeah. i'm not gonna draw the help draw this out that's fine well that was exciting yeah won? brian won hands brian. down
1: he's the the super genius for star wars i'd yeah, imagine I, you'd probably kick our ass for star trek as well so we'll just defer to you for I don't all
0: of- erica give me a run on the star
1: trek <laughs> it's true i would love yeah. to test that again okay <laughs> Because I can barely tell the uh, difference between the two. <laughs> and yet he knows the difference between the cannonball run and whatever the fuck that thing was he watched. Yeah, that's because I listen anyway. and watch important stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I see that now. <laughs> <sighs>
2: you boys, you boys.
0: Uh, take it away. All right, everybody. It's been a year. We did it, we made it to a <laughs> We've year. We've been recording of this years. one
2: episode for a year? Wait, no, I buy that. <laughs> Pretty much. I buy that. Yeah. That it sounds sure feels like, it. like it. Yeah
1: going to be editing it for a year now <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay ciao kids <laughs> and then don't forget that people can uh, find us on Facebook Magnificently Huge we're on Twitter at Mag Huge we have an email address magnificently huge at gmail.com that they can send us all kinds of fun stuff to. and if we like what we get we will read it on the air we do not care what it is
2: I'm just yeah. going to say of that. all the thousands of emails and messages we've gotten we've not liked any of them enough <laughs> yeah. to read we're very selective here, but, but yeah we're waiting uh, and then don't forget
1: that we now have a website thingy that you can go to for all of your. That's for right. Fun. Uh, Maghuge Yeah. Uh, that's where we'll have shows, postings, and we're just adding stuff to it all the time. So it's super right, fun figuring out what we're doing here yeah. in year two. Super it's a good fun. place
0: to go find the older episodes of the show and and eventually and, and yes catch up on all of the on all of the madcap enjoyment.
1: Yeah, it's been a year, okay. fellas. It's been a rotation around the sun.
2: Happy Life Force Day. Happy Life Day. Life Day. holiday. (laughs) day. Peace. (laughs) Make it stop.